0: Welcome to Let's Talk About It. I am your host, Minga, and this is the only podcast where you're going to get some funny, you're going to get some real, and guess what, family? You are going to get all of me. <laughs> where are you going to get all that from? Listen, tonight, we're going to get down to the real, and this is more of a... Um, Parts of this show tonight is more of a serious nature because we're going to talk about anxiety. And we're going to talk about it and what anxiety is and how it attacks people and how can it, it can even destroy people. Um, and I think it's something good to talk about. Um, I can talk about it from my own experience and I wanted to share it with you if you're dealing with anxiety or anything like that. Um, another thing, uh, we're going to talk about, and I don't know, I don't know, but I wanted to talk about another topic. It's not, um, it's not as serious as the anxiety. Okay. And that one is about gold diggers. And we're going to really get into the real about gold diggers. Okay. And, and understand what a gold digger is. Okay. All right. But let's get into the real, okay. The conversation and about anxiety. Okay, and I was going to make this a two show, so I may may just talk about anxiety right now and then do another show for y'all and we talk about gold diggers because I want to get into the real about that and about gold diggers and how some of of you men are tripping and you really don't understand what a gold digger is. So we'll talk about that on another show. But we're going to talk, we're going to, you might get two shows tonight, which is a Bonus situation, and we're doing it a night show. You know, we usually do our shows in the morning because we love when the sun comes in. But your girl has been working, and I could not give you a morning show like I want to, but that's okay. That's okay. So, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever you are listening to this. Okay, for you, if you're listening to it in the morning, you got your morning show. So, um, I wanted to share with you, um, anxiety and do not accept that. And what I mean is anxiety is a spirit of fear. So, you know, I'm going to give you the, um, biblical perspective, It's a spirit of fear. Nervousness is a spirit of fear. You know, uh, we have gave fear a name. We have given fear a name. And the name that doctors and and people give it is anxiety. When, you know, it's fear. And fear is not good. And it's a reason when you study this thing in the word of God and it tells us about um, the spirit of fear. God did not give us the spirit of fear. And that's what it tells us. He didn't give us the spirit of fear. So fear is a spirit. It's not of God. It's not a normal thing. And some people may say, I heard a person say one time, well, everybody have some level of anxiety. Everybody does not have levels of fear. Some people are not fearful of anything. I mean, they can face anything they have faced. They have, uh, uh, some people have, uh, uh, you know, face so many things in life. far as physical hardship, uh, uh, um, all kinds of things, sickness, uh, some people near death door. I mean, and the reason I can say this because I have spoke to people like this. So everybody is not dealing with the same spirit. So we need to get off of that. Just like, oh, everybody is going through something. Get off of that. You can only talk about the people around you and what you know and this, that, and in your own circumstance. So everybody is not going through the same thing or have the same things going on. But anxiety, a lot of people are suffering with a spirit of fear. And it's a spirit of fear that has entered the earth, that has came down. And let's understand what fear is. Fear is torment. That's what anxiety is. It's torment. It's torment in your mind. It torments you. It it keeps you prisoner. The worst prison you can be in is the prison of your mind. The prison of your mind feels like there's no escape. Understand that. So some people are dealing with torment. And let's understand, and, and I want to explain this to you because I had a conversation with someone who told me that their daughter was suffering with anxiety and the the magnitude of it, and she has it really bad. I knew a, a young man that had it really bad as well. He had it so bad, he could not sleep, and he was up all night, and he would have panic attacks and this, that, and the other, and I... and If you're dealing with that, I'm telling you right now, you have to be delivered is a spirit. It's a spirit of fear. You need to be delivered and you need to go talk to somebody. A lot of times people who are dealing with anxiety and they're dealing with this fear, they don't like to say anything, especially people that's in the church. Because, you know, most of the time it's like you are a Christian and you know, you're dealing with this and and you shouldn't be dealing with this. Well, I'm here to tell you as a Christian, I am a follower of Christ. I believe everything that's in the word of God. I stand on the word of God. It's nothing that you can tell me or convince me not to. You can't tell me about a horoscope. You can't tell me about signs and this, that, and the other. No, 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 no. If I stand on the word of God, you can't blow smoke up on in, in, in my back end and think I'm just going to go along with that. No. I stand on the word. But even as a Christian, a lot of times we have a spirit of different spirits. When you come to Christ... You come as you are, you come without changing anything. Understand, it's like when I told you the parable about the preacher and the man who asked the preacher, He told the preacher that he smoked weed, and he said, Can I come to Christ smoking weed? And the preacher says, Yes, he says, You don't understand, preacher, can I come to Christ? smoking a blunt. The preacher says yes. You know why? Because you can come to Christ just as you are. Whatever state you're in, you can come to Christ. And that means whatever physical, whatever mental, whatever emotional, whatever financial, whatever anything. That's why I tell people never believe a preacher or a false prophet or a false teacher who comes to you and say that you have to give this. You have to sow a seed. You got to do this for God to to change things in your life. The devil is a whole liar you can come to him without price the bible says whoever calls on the name of the lord shall be saved so if I call on the name of the lord I shall be saved Romans 10 9 tells us how to be saved about confessing we believe in our heart we we confess our sins we profess our faith so, so the, the Bible, to, even in John, I believe First John, it does not say anything about, oh, I got to change before I come to Christ. I got to sow this seed before I come to Jesus. Before he heals me, I got to do this and I got to do that. No, it doesn't say any of that come just as you are. And a lot of us, that's how we come. We come to Christ just as we are from all our trauma. So being a, a Christian is a process. It's a process. Everything don't go at one at once. It's a process. Paul said, the apostle Paul said, I'm striving. I'm striving towards the mark of the high calling, which is in what? Christ Jesus. I'm striving every day to reach that mark, to get to that mark. Every day I'm striving. So we come to Christ as we are. We come with all our baggage. Christ is the ultimate uh, 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 carpenter because he cleans your house out. He guts it out. And he's making you. This is an everyday thing. We have to die daily of the things of this world. So some of us, we grew up in traumatizing situations. And now you're dealing with a spirit of fear. And sometimes... And, and not everybody. Sometimes people have anxiety because people, somebody had died in their family. Sometimes if a parent passes away, you get people who have anxiety after that. If, if someone close to them pass away or um, from trauma, any type of, of trauma you can have. And this is how these spirits and understand through trauma, spirits will latch themselves to you. At your most vulnerable time. This is how you know the devil ain't no good. He ain't no good. And if you're serving him, you're crazy. This is how you know. This is how you know he doesn't care nothing about you. Don't that sound like a user? Somebody who's no good? This is how you know. They come when you're at your, your most vulnerable point, when you're at your lowest uh, mentally, spiritually, you're at your lowest and then they come and swoop, they behind right up in there and try to destroy you. This is how, you know, I'm telling you, that's why I keep telling y'all stay away from people that have the same characteristics as Satan. Stay away from people like this. These people are demonic. They're evil. Some people will come at your lowest point. They hear your story. Now, let me tell you, a lot of people that come to Christ are going through some things. Some people are coming and they have all kinds of stuff on them, all kinds, and Christ has to clean them up. And some of us been through things as children and we never dealt with them as adults. And we don't even know that we are going through certain things because of what we've been through. I start noticing, um, having issues with fear is when, uh, when, when it first started, I was a little girl. And y'all know that I have a series. Those of you that have been listening to uh, my podcast, you know I have a series. Uh, Stop fooling yourself. Not, no, no, no. I'm sorry. That's my play. <laughs> I'm sorry. No more secrets. Y'all forgive me. Um, no more secrets. Is the series. And um, when I was a little girl, I was molested from the age of five until I was, uh, I don't know, 14, 15. Um, a lot of stuff I had blocked out, far as my childhood is concerned. Um, I had a very uh, traumatic childhood and traumatizing childhood I was a child that was number one I was born like like so many out of wedlock right and um, out of lust it wasn't out of love um they were my birth parents was not even looking for me to be here or anything and um My birth father at the time was in a relationship and he had lived with a woman and already had children with a woman. My mother uh, was underage and she was in a club, uh, bar type setting, and that's how she met my father, who was the bouncer. In this club. And um. She. Pretty much. Chased my father. For a long time. Well not too long. But she, she chased him. Um. Her and my father. Had started having sex. And there was no love. There was nothing like that. Um. So I, when I was conceived, I was conceived out of some sneaky, sneaky length type of situation. Um, I was not wanted by my birth mother at all because my birth mother... And let me say it like this: Me and her at this point have a wonderful relationship. I love her a lot. Um, I I have forgiven her and everything, so I hold nothing against her. I'm just telling y'all the the story, little little background. And my mother, um, like I said, uh, did my mother is not mother like. She's not that type of person. If you met my mother. Uh, My birth mother, she is very funny. She will make you laugh. She has a great sense of humor. She's very funny, funny. She has a wonderful smile. Her smile is like sunshine. My mother can smile and you could be sad. And if you see her smile, she would light up your whole day like the sun is shining, honey. And I promise you, I'm telling you the truth. Everybody... Feels that way about my mom. My mom has a great sense of humor, and uh, she's always been liked by men. Men always liked her and always uh, took care of her and all that kind of stuff. And um, she has a great sense of humor, and um, and let's be honest, we all grown. You know, men liked her for other reasons, too. I mean, we're not going to make up things. Um, But she has a smile that will light up a room. If it's raining outside, you see her smile. You... You won't even think about the rain that's going on outside. It's it's like it's sunshine that just came in. Um, I remember seeing her smile. I would think about the song from The Temptations. Okay. (laughs) Because that's her, right? So um, I promise you, that's that's what it is with my mom. So I grew up, um, I was given to my grandparents And I always love my grandmother. I love her to this day. That's the only mother I've ever known. And I love that lady so much for so many, for so many reasons. Um, so many reasons. And I, if I tell you every reason I will be on this podcast, I'll be making 20 shows in tonight or probably more, but, um, my grandfather was a very, very uh, evil guy. Believe it or not, he was a funny guy, a very funny character, but he was very vicious. We were uh, afraid of him because you didn't know who he was going to be when you opened the door. You didn't know if he... That's why the name of my book is The Boogeyman. Because people uh, think that The Boogeyman is so much a fictional character. Because we have seen it in the movies. But no. It's a very real character. And you probably live with it. And it can be anybody. And The Boogeyman don't always have to be necessarily a man. It can be a woman as well. So, um... My grandfather, we didn't know who he was going to be each day. He was very abusive and abusive financially, emotionally, physically, sexually. In every way you could think about abuse, that was him. And when, he, when I say he abused everything that was in the house, he abused everything in the house including my grandmother he abused everything in the house I watched my grandmother be nervous sometimes when we were kids because of how he was if we were playing or we were somewhere playing or talking and she hear him come up on the door she say you know, Okay, it's time. It's time to stop. You know, go go up to your room. Go up to your room. Close your door. You know, we we live like that. Living with him was—I should have titled the book "The House of Horrors" because that's how it was. And I remember experiencing uh, fear as a child. I was very nervous, and, and and let me tell you this. Still to this day, I don't like. Um, I'm I'm not the type of person is like I don't like a lot of conflict you know, confrontation. I don't like all that. Now let's let's just back up. I will get you together. Understand that. I will get you together, cause don't you know? I don't like confrontation, but don't ever think that I won't get you together, because I will. Okay, so <laughs> no, and I'm I'm just I'm just being honest, like you know, because I know I had people listening, and they'd be like, oh wait a minute, but child, you don't be playing no game. No, I'm not gonna let you talk to me any type of way, I will leave you alone. Because I am a Christian, I definitely will walk away from you and let you go on ahead or cool off. Because sometimes people need, need a moment and they have a moment. We all have a moment. And sometimes you got to let people just have their moment. But, you know, it's only, it's only so much of that. And and I'm going to be honest. You know, I'm praying every day. I ain't told y'all I was perfect. But I'm just saying, you know, you know, I'll get you together very sweet, very kindly. I'm not going to cuss because I don't cuss and I'm not going to call you out your name and all that. That's childish. But I will get you together. And then, you know, let you go on ahead and have your moment. (laughs) But, but, I don't like it. If I, if I don't I don't like to go there, I'm not that type of person. I would hang up and block a person in a minute before I have to go back and forth with people. I'm not going to do that. Uh, violence, I don't... Oh, my gosh. I grew up with a lot of that. I lived in a house with somebody that was like that. It might be a part two to this because, you know, we're going to get into it tonight. But I grew up in a house like that. So... That bothers me the way my nerves are set up. It's not set up for that type of nonsense because you know I'm not gonna go back and forth with anybody. I'm just not gonna do it. I don't I, I feel at the point at the age I'm now and from dealing with all that, at this point in life, I don't have the energy to go back and forth with you. So hanging up on you would be, like some people say, oh, hanging up on people is childish. Honey, I don't care if you think it's childish or whatever you feel about it. It's best for me to do that because if you think I'm gonna sit on the phone and, and go back and forth and be yelling and arguing, screaming, hearing you cussing the candle, you out your rabid mind, I'm not doing any of that. That's not gonna work for me. I'm okay with talking to people, but I am not okay with stepping out of character with people. I'm not doing any of that. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm mastered in blocking folks and hanging up on folks when they start being disrespectful like that. That's too much. But I do remember, because like I said, I grew up in a house like that. And I do remember experiencing some type, some form of anxiety as a child. Uh, having people yell at me and all that kind of stuff used to make me nervous. That would make me very nervous. And um, so that was crazy. When I was a teenager, I had a bad case of anxiety. Um, It was crazy. It was times that I could not even sleep or get myself together or even function in school because it was just so bad. But I did not, I knew it was fear. Okay. So I wasn't calling it anxiety. I was calling it exactly what it was. So I know that anxiety has it. it it's, it's, um, it's tormenting fear, torments people. It torments the inner being of the person. Uh, and like I said, some people are dealing with trauma and that's why I encourage you. If you're dealing with trauma, please talk to somebody, please, please talk to somebody. That trauma is no joke. It's no joke. It's, you know, and it's like, like I said, the devil comes. These spirits latch on to you when you're at your weakest point spiritually. And it latches onto you. And then, if you do not recognize what's coming, what's latching onto you, these spirits, you allow them to grow. Because as time goes on, you are not being healed, delivered from anything. You're not talking to anybody. And now you got these spirits. And now you have sex with people. You're giving them the same thing that you have. Now they're dealing with certain things. And then when I experienced um, anxiety again, uh, and, and for a long time, I did not have any issues. When I left my grandparents' house, I left my grandparents' house when I was a teenager. I was a teenager when I left. Actually, I was a teenager still in high school when I left. Um, so when I left... Um, I got uh, I I was going through it, but I gave my life to Christ. I gave my life to Him, and um, I don't know that song just came to me. They said I wouldn't make it. They said I wouldn't be here today. I love that, but anyway, I'm still holding on. Okay, but uh, so I years later after. Uh, I became a minister and I was over the youth ministry and all that kind of stuff. I met a man. Woo! What she say? Say that again. I met a man. (laughs) And at this time, I was in ministry, right? And I'm having so much fun, just me and Jesus. This is why y'all got to be careful. This is why I talk about these things and relationships so y'all can understand. Y'all need this, so I'm going to give you my experience. so I met a man. It was just me and Jesus, honey. I was I was happy with me and Jesus. I said, hey, I don't need no man. People talk about getting married. And I wasn't saying, and, and fellas, fellas, calm your nerves, okay? I'm not a feminist. But the reason I was saying that I didn't need a man, it wasn't because I don't think women need men. It has nothing to do with that. But I, I was in a place where I felt so good with just me and Jesus. I wasn't thinking about no relationship. Only thing I was thinking about was working on my relationship with Jesus, not being in a relationship with somebody. I'm thinking if I get into a relationship with a man, you know, I don't really want to do that because I don't want to think about that right now. I just want to, you know, one day I'll get married and, you know, but right now I, I, don't, I, I just want to me and Jesus. You know, I'm doing praise and worship and honey i just i mean i was thinking about all that okay and i just wanted to be used by the lord and so um i met a man and he came to the church tall like six one well no he was he was yeah he was taller than that but um he was over six feet i'll say that tall chocolate fine is all get out y'all know y'all know ladies <laughs> y'all know, y'all know who i'm talking about okay y'all know the type and honey i mean when i say fine it's all get out like he could have just been like pinup cover okay he could've i mean i mean body just ripped Muscles everywhere, stomach ripped. I mean just ripped. Just looking just looking the way he look. Just put the put together right. Okay. Had the low cut, beautiful hair, the beard, the full beard, mustache. I mean just just looking like a grown man. Just just looking like a grown man and smelling good. And he was clean, honey and I I met this man and the first day I met him okay I was like Ooh. I was singing another temp song you know it was it was just my imagination honey Run it away with me okay so <laughs> so I I got with this man and we started talking and if if I was thinking, if I was sane, I would have asked the Lord, was this okay? But I wanted what I wanted. I wanted what I wanted. And that's why when some people say, oh, you, you know, why are you not married and things like that? Because I had the man I wanted. I've never been with a man I needed. <laughs> some of y'all didn't catch that cause your mind goes in stupid places but I had the man that I wanted already and it was the wrong man I got with this man and like I said me and Jesus you know the music in church me and just just praising them. you know Ain't doing nothing, ain't out here worrying about none of that stuff. Ain't fornicating, ain't doing none of that stuff. Ain't worrying about that stuff. Okay, dudes trying to talk to me in the street. And I'm like, nope, I can't. <laughs> nope, I'm a Christian, I'm sorry. You got you gonna go to church with me? Nope, that's the one uh, Get to know me, you gotta go to church with me. That's the only way you gonna get to know me. We gotta go to church together. Honey, I mean, had dudes going to church, honey. Because that was the only way that we was going to talk. We we going to church together. Okay. And I don't know. Got with this dude. Start falling short with this guy. And then it just start completely sinning. Like start fornicating with this guy. Everything. Not even realizing what's going on. Got with this dude. My ministry. Everything went down. All the witnessing that I was doing, all the the stuff that I was doing in the the house of the Lord just went down. I then opened up and told this man everything. And the same man used everything I told him. I start experiencing anxiety again. Because this man started to remind me of my grandfather. He had a lot of characteristics like my grandfather. And he started being abusive in every way. He started being abusive. Um, And this is when I started experiencing this anxiety. So if I would have talked to somebody before... And this is why I'm, I'm telling y'all, talk to somebody. People suffer with traumas. Listen, it ain't your fault about nothing that happened to you growing up or whatever. It That ain't none of your fault. And nobody can blame you for that. And if they do, they hold clowns. But it is your responsibility to get help. It is your responsibility to have a prayer life, to make sure that you are getting the healing, the deliverance, the help that you need, the healing you need. God comes and He heals and He delivers. Some people still have residue and they need to talk to a therapist. It's nothing wrong with going and getting a therapist, getting some Christian counseling, somebody that can come from a biblical perspective for you and y'all can pray and all that. They have counselors like that. It's nothing wrong with it because we need these things. And we need to expose the spirit of anxiety and tell people what it is and where it comes from. And we have to acknowledge where it comes from and stuff that's deep rooted, the tra- whatever trauma or whatever happened. Sometimes people have anxieties from um, sickness, too, from underlying sickness and things like that. You know, some people have health problems and they start to develop this spirit. I told you, this spirit comes when you're at your lowest point. It, it, I, I, this is how you know this is, this is some demonic bull crap. Okay? It comes when you're at your lowest point spiritually. That's why you need to go to God and ask God, God, close every portal in my life that the enemy can sneak through. I don't want him nowhere Have anything to do with my life. And that's why you have to develop a prayer life. That's why we got to stay in the word. That's why we got to fast. Because so we can develop that life. Where these things can't come in. We want to be so close to God when none of this stuff get in the way. You understand what I'm saying? And that's why this is so important. Even relationships you get into it's so important to talk to God because that will be a, a, a relationship is another portal for that the enemy will use too to get to you. A relationship. Sometimes I'm telling you, I'm I'm telling the the enemy will use any door to get to you. Especially if there's a calling, there's an anointing on your life and it's something that you're supposed to be doing. He will use, I'm telling you, he will get into your children because your children is another portal, as an extension of you. He will use even your children to get to you. That's why you can't even allow your children to get into these places that's only for you and God. And if you have a spouse, that's it. Because he will get into people. And if your spouse is not where they need to be, that's why you need to be on the praying, he'll use the spouse too. Because that's the closest thing to you. These are different things that he will use to get to you. To latch on. Other spirit. That's why you don't want to go to bed angry with nobody. If you, if it says be angry but sin not. You don't want to sin and let the sun go down on your wrath because understand this is another portal that Satan will use. Witches and warlocks will even use this. Sometimes people will get into arguments with you purposely just to do witchcraft on you. These are all portals that's used to get to you. That's why don't let nobody get you in no argument. Don't argue with people. Do what I do. Honey, block them if that's what you got to do. Or hang hang up. Let them have their moment. Cool off. And then some people start arguments to be starting them so they can do little little demon-possessed stuff. No, don't even give them that. Mm -mm, Mm-mm, mm-mm. Get... Take that stuff right to the Lord and forgive them. That's why sitting in unforgiveness, unforgiveness is nothing but another portal that the that the devil uses to get to you. While you sitting around not forgiving a person, talking all this mess. Oh, I I'll never forget what they did. I'm gonna always have a problem with them. Well. You know what? You know who else is gonna always play with you when you like that? The devil. He's gonna send all kinds of spirits to you because he can. Because you allow, you give him legal access to you. And I told you, this is how this anxiety comes. It comes when you at your now, how did I get it? At my lowest spiritual point. Because why? I'm I was fornicating, having sex with somebody who I was not married to was no husband of mine's. And I'm in the bed with this man, knowing this is not even right. And trying to make myself believe that this is right somehow. And guess what started happening? The spirit of anxiety, that that fear start coming to me. And it was fear over every and anything. And understand, I have seen people that have anxiety so bad, f- fear, suicidal thoughts, and depression, always remember, they triple it. They walk hand in hand together. So anybody that's dealing with anxiety, if you don't get no help, that thing grows, 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 grows. And guess what? Now you'll be having thoughts about other stuff. This is what I'm saying. These three spirits... It's not normal to be walking around with depression. I know people like to think that, oh, well, some people will be dealing with depression for the rest of their life. The devil is a whole liar. You do not have to deal with that for the rest of your life. These are spirits. It's nowhere that says we have to deal with a spirit for the rest of our lives. The devil is a whole liar. And I'm telling you, if you if you give it to God, he can change. And then he can change things in your life. And then go see a therapist. Go talk to somebody. You need to talk about these things that you have hidden inside of you. And, and pray. Stay in prayer. Close every portal. If you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. Don't, you know, what you holding it for. Don't be at your weakest point. i'm telling you satan ain't nothing but a bully this is what bullies do bullies come when you by yourself and they try to bully you that's what they do but we ain't doing no bullying over here in these parts okay we don't deal with bullies and you shouldn't be dealing with bullies that's why you need to do everything you can to get some healing some deliverance and it get breakthrough. And I'm a living witness that you can get that. God is a prayer answering God. God will deliver. He will bring you out of whatever distress you're in. David said, I cried and the Lord heard my cry and he delivered me out of all my distress. God will deliver you out your distress. And remember this Psalms, if you don't remember anything else, the 23rd Psalms. And all you have to do is just say the first part. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not be in want of nothing. God got you. But get some healing, get some deliverance, and get some breakthrough. I just wanted to share with you about anxiety. I shared my story so you know how these things happen. It happens at your lowest point. Whatever you're going through, these spirits like to take itself and latch itself to you. And and I'm telling you, fear is torment. It's torment. You don't want to live in fear. Cause it will torture you day and night if it can and beat you every day God bless you we're going to get more into this I'm going to do another show about this but I love y'all accept Yeshua sure while you still can Shalom